I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to She Has a Name Too, the show where we discuss the individuality of moms. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title, Mother. This week, Courtney is joining me again for an all-honest episode about those six weeks postpartum. It's an upbeat conversation about the crazy and unexpected things that happen to us in the first few hours, days, and weeks of motherhood. This episode may not be suitable for all audiences. Thank you so much for joining me, though. I'm really excited about this. Totally. I don't know. I don't have like a little table to put with this laptop. That's my main issue. There's one over here. I'm in my closet. (laughs) I know. Well, that's where a lot of people do their podcasts these days. Okay. So, Cordy, you are like, I mean, you really suggested talking about this. So my first question for you is what do you wish you knew before those six weeks postpartum? So I think like the main thing is, is that you really just have to survive. Um, I had sisters who had really bad postpartum depression and it's like they would like and I lived with one of them while she was having it and so all of my experience with postpartum prior to me having a baby was very negative (laughs) um and so I think just realizing that just keeping your baby alive that day and yourself alive is a huge deal right? Did you like, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's some days that's all I could, I just told myself, okay, we're both alive. Like she's nursing fine today. Like just celebrating small victories that maybe, you know, people don't think of. Yeah. And I felt like my life literally just revolved around eating, pooping and sleeping. Right. And and like, (laughs) Yeah. For both yeah. of us, right? Like, I only cared about, right. well, yeah. eating for me, t- like, took a back seat. And I actually, um, I just about passed out one day because I hadn't eaten. Um, but for her, like, definitely the eating and then, like, logging her bowel movements and everything. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And then, like, me trying to poop. and But it was super painful. Yeah. And- And then just the struggle with sleep. Like, I felt like that was just, at least for the first three weeks, that was all I could think about were those three things. And I also think just that we all have such different experiences, just like everything else in motherhood. Like, I'm listening to you now and I'm like, oh, man, like, I didn't really feel like that. Like, the bowel movement thing, I was on magnesium during my delivery. And so, like, I, (laughs) I pooped, like the first day in the hospital (laughs) and it was terrifying but it was okay it was I actually turned out okay I was like so nervous I was like a bomb's going off down there like you know all my stitches and stuff well so did you did you tear I did yeah yeah so did I so I actually I tore on top and on bottom a little bit but like surprisingly it wasn't pain the recovery wasn't painful I don't know how I when I came home, um, my sister was here, the one that I was living with. It was actually at the same time, and she was like so jealous because I could sit cross-legged on the floor right when I got home from the hospital. She's like, "You're a freak." 
And that's, and I, I thought so too, because I'm like, isn't this supposed to be like so painful, especially with your first baby? Like, cause my sisters, you know, same thing, like said it was so painful. So it was just, that, that part's just so weird, you know, like the tearing thing. And then you're bleeding for like five ever, not even four ever, five ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, anytime I try to do like something that to me was not strenuous I could totally tell my body was like nope not yet you know like because I would bleed more which is so graphic so sorry to people who are listening but if they're on this podcast (laughs) hopefully they know what they're getting (laughs) right they know we're talking about the six weeks postpartum so here you go you guys you asked for it we're talking about it and it is I should maybe put like an explicit yeah in the description, right? Just because this is like full on body function talk, you yeah, know, for part of it at least. That's amazing that you could sit cross legged. <laughs> I know it's so weird. One thing that I wish I had was a donut pillow. Um, my dad, my dad bought me a nursing pillow, and that was so nice because oh, yeah. I could sit on it. Like I did not use it for nursing. So it had the hole in the middle and I totally flattened out that nursing pillow because I seriously could not sit on any regular surface <laughs> for probably like two weeks. But I but I think I also had a bruised tailbone. And I've heard that happens to a lot of women. Yeah. If you're in, in the bed that's... Because the delivery bed is, like, rock solid. At least mine was. Not comfortable. No. And so um, having an epidural and it took us 14 hours from the time that I had the epidural to when Ivy was born. And then the epidural had to wear off and they did not switch me out of the delivery bed. While the epidural was still going. Yeah. So I recovered in the hospital in a delivery bed. So I think I did have a bruised tailbone and that obviously contributed to the pain of sitting. Right. But man, yeah, that that's amazing. You're lucky. You're so lucky that you got to sit cross-legged <laughs> right away. I know. That's what my... That... I always try to remind my sister because she, same thing, like postpartum, she's like, oh my, this wasn't even hard for you. I'm like, it took me like three years to get pregnant. And then I had like freaking high blood pressure during my pregnancy. So we all have our cross to bear bearing children, you know? That's true. That's so true. One of my sisters, um, kind of same thing, like she had a baby and she had finals. This was my only sister that had kids like during college, her first baby, like during her very last semester. And she came like a week or two into finals. And so my sister literally brought an inflatable donut, like what you're talking about, to all her classes and pushed her baby. And I just am like, oh, I can't imagine the stress of trying to do schoolwork and recover from having a baby. No. Crazy. People do incredible things. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And and I really like I admire these women for I know. Like that's I amazing know. that you can do finals like the week that you have your baby. I, I know. just that is power to you. But I don't know if I want to <laughs> ever do that. Same. That is Same. it's amazing cuz <laughs> I don't even I mean I asked my husband about like what he remembers from the 6 weeks postpartum cuz I kind of wanted to get like his input too and he's like 
don't remember. Like, he doesn't even remember what it was like. So how am I supposed to remember, like, all the details, you know? So I can't imagine taking a final exam that in, during that time. I know, and even remember anything, like, from the class prior. Yeah, no kidding. Because <laughs> your brain does not work the same after. No. That's real. Yeah, those hormones, all, like, everything just changes. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> I was going to ask you if there was anything else that <laughs> you wish you knew beforehand. Just like how annoying some of the things are that you have to deal with. Like every time you go to the bathroom, you have to like squirt yourself, even if you're just like peeing so it doesn't hurt your stitches. Mm-hmm. And that it like that's like a 10 minute process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is like, I always timed when I was nursing you know because they tell you to do that in the beginning that was the most annoying thing when I think about it now oh yeah no wonder like nursing is like so hard for so many of us in the beginning because it feels like literally a prison cell right (laughs) well and and the thing with nursing too that I didn't realize was that the baby's gonna nurse every two hours right you hear about that but nursing is a 45-minute session. Right. It takes a long time. And so you're like sitting there every hour, really. Right. You have to sit back down and start nursing again. Right. And that was because I was like, okay, I'll nurse a little bit and then I'll go back to sleep and I'll get two hours of sleep. And then go, yeah. yeah, And then nurse again. Yeah. But really, you're only getting an hour of sleep (laughs) if you're lucky, like in between (laughs) nursing. And that's what drove me the most nuts was like that first night, the nurses come in and they're like, okay, time to nurse your baby. Like when's the last time? I'm like, but, but she's sleeping. Literally. Why do we have to wake her up? You know? Yes. Yeah. My mom was just like, (laughs) in the beginning, she's like, if they're sleeping, like right after delivery, like, you know, you nurse them the first time and then they're like knocked out for like a day, you know? Yeah. She's like, if they're sleeping and you can just do a little bit, like, that's okay because they literally are so tired, too. Think about how hard that was, like, trying to come down the birth canal. I'm like, 100%. Like, don't even get me started on the the first night in the hospital. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. I I gave birth at, like, 1030 at night. Oh, my gosh. And Yeah. Crazy, huh? Well, I was, like, induced the whole day before, so I was like in labor for 13 hours or something like whatever so then she's born at 10 30 and then they want you to like getting stitched up and whatever I didn't even realize at the time but it probably took like an hour for them to do all that stuff you know yep. when they're getting us all like taken care of mm-hmm. and so then they transfer you to your little wheelchair to wheel you down to mom and baby at least this is how it was for me And so I'm like, oh, okay, it's like midnight, it's like 1am, maybe I'll finally like get to go to sleep. Nope. They like send these two nurses in to give me like all these procedures. And I just am like, please, can we go over this tomorrow? I'm so tired. (laughs) And did they give you a giant like packet of all the vaccines and all of the like car seat tips and all of this stuff? And it's like, okay, I'll just look this up on Pinterest. (laughs) Like, <laughs> I'll Google this really quick. I don't need this. Right. Yeah. I've, like, 
I think I still have that envelope of all those papers. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? Why? I never read any of this. I just Googled it. Oh, me neither. Well, especially if you are literally like recovering from pushing someone a size of a watermelon out of you. Mm-hmm. Who's going to read that? You know? Right. Like you're, I felt like I got hit by a truck. And I had an epidural, you know, Mm -hmm. you're just so exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, for me, I, I went into labor Saturday night at 1030. I started having contractions and then Ivy was born on Monday at six. Oh my. So you had been laboring for like days. Yeah. So I had two nights, two completely sleepless nights. And then, um, and Ryan was sleepless too. He didn't sleep at all. Like while I was laboring. Well, that's really nice of him. Good job, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. He uh, <laughs> he was a trooper. He was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I probably slept more than he did. I mean, because yeah. once oh. I got my epidural, I could sleep, and then they were like, "Here, Dad, you can sit in a chair." Oh. So, so the poor guy had to like take this twenty-minute nap in a chair. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough. But yeah, that first night you're just like, why? Why do you have to come? Like, you know, and then they come in and they like massage your belly. Oh, yeah. And it just kills. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, man. But I, I kind of loved it, though. I was like, this hurts, but thank you. I just have to say when they do that, like you can feel the big blood clots like just popping out of you. Right. Did you? Sick? Oh, yeah. That is sick. Yeah, it was so gross. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing so much. Sorry. No, <laughs> you're good. It is. I mean, looking back, it's funny. Yeah. Right. And then we're like, oh yeah, are we gonna do this again? I don't know. Maybe. I know. Like, are we crazy? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Okay. One thing that I had though happened to me was my stomach fell. What? So you know, like your all your organs get pushed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right into your rib cage, and they're all squished. Yeah. So the day after we got home from the hospital, I was ravenous. Right. Like you're so hungry after yeah. you have a baby. Yeah. And yeah. and breastfeeding burns an extra 500 calories a day. So it's like, right? You're just starving. So we went to um, The Habit, a burger place, and um, I ate, like, everything. And I was like, are you going to finish that? Are you going to finish that? Like, I'm, like, asking all my siblings, like, I'll finish your burger for you, right? And anyway, so we, like, we get out, and I had obviously eaten a lot, but we get out of the car, and I'm walking back to my apartment, and I stop dead in my tracks. Worst pain, like... Worse than a contraction, I felt I could feel my stomach because it was totally full. I could feel my stomach like fall back into place. Wow. And it was just like, oh, that was an organ. That's something unique that might happen. (laughs) I never felt that, but that sounds so crazy and makes sense because, yeah, it has to go back sometime, right? Hopefully, hopefully my stomach's not up here. So yeah, so that was a crazy experience that um, new moms might want to watch out for. Like maybe don't eat three hamburgers two days after you have a baby. Yeah, like because gravity will get the best of you. Or do that's true. Or do that's eat true. three hamburgers if they're hungry, like you or Jerica. It's okay. Yeah, but be prepared. Be prepared. So, um, what surprised you the most about your recovery? 
I'm trying to remember, you know, just like you were saying. I've thought about this, but I'm like, what surprised me? Let's say, oh, I have one. I just, how much, like how awesome I felt in the hospital when I didn't have a baby in my belly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I remember this girl came up to me uh, that goes to my church. She literally came up and said, is it not being so pregnant the best? And I was like, yes, it is the best. It was like, you know, for a couple hours in the hospital, I was like, dang, I look like skinny. I look like amazing, <laughs> even though I didn't look that different than I did be prior to being pregnant. And I just like, oh, so awesome not to have a baby like inside. How much cooler it was to have her out, you know? We were leaving the hospital. And as we were walking out, I saw this poor mom who was like walking the halls trying to get the baby out. You know? She's like holding, yeah. gripping the the side rail down the hall in the hospital. Yeah. And she's trying to walk along and kind of like progress her labor. And I was just like, oh, girl, I'm so glad I'm not you. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's over. The baby is out. I honestly, I did not care about the bleeding. I, I did care that yeah. My butt hurt so bad, but <laughs> like I was just so happy to not be pregnant anymore. And the other thing that made me feel so happy when I got home was to lay on my back. That was like life changing in that moment. Yes. It was so wild. Like these really simple things. I was like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to worry. Like I can finally kind of sleep, you know, your baby's waking you up, but. Those last few months of pregnancy, I could not sleep to save my life either. Yeah. For me, I'm a I'm a belly sleeper. Oh, stomach sleeper, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess it was like six months that I couldn't sleep on my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, that was the best part. Was I like I got home and I laid on the floor on my stomach. Oh. And I was just like, I'm not hurting a baby. I am not hurting a baby. And this is so great. Yeah, seriously. It's awesome. Yeah. I saw so many good um, contraptions that moms would come up with so they could sleep on their belly during pregnancy. You know, like pool floats with the middle missing. Yeah. I'm like, how could that be comfortable? I don't know. I, I know. know. I thought about that. And then I was like, I don't know if my belly would like fit properly in there or, you know. Yeah. It definitely depends on the size. Yeah. Just like my nursing pillow. It's amazing that you used it for that. Yeah. To sit on it. Yes. I tried to fluff it back out. And, like, actually use it for nursing, but it didn't work out so well. <laughs> so, is there anything else you wanted to add about your six weeks postpartum? And Let's see. I think just, like, take all the tips that people give you about healing your body. Because usually I would say, like, don't listen to other people's advice. Because I think, like, sometimes it's kind of, like, off the beaten path a little bit. But... If you do like the stuff that they teach you to do in the hospital, like for your stitches and all that other stuff, like you'll f be way better off than if you try and do your own thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. We had people who like told us to like freeze maxi pads, you know, in the freezer. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Or sit on an ice pack. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is I bought this thing from, do you know what Frida Baby is? They have like the booger sucker. Yep. 
So they have like postpartum stuff too. And before I gave birth, my one of my sisters, I have four sisters. That's why I keep bringing them up because I have so many. So I hear, and I'm the youngest sister. So I've gotten like all these tips from them anyway. So they told me to get this bottle and it's like ingenious. Instead of like squirting like this, it has a long neck and you can flip it upside down and it squirts like it just makes way more sense and made it way easier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Than the one they gave me. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's easier to reach and instead of like missing, you know, at the other one. So they're just so many good things like, like that, that are made for women by women who really know what's going on, you know? So mm-hmm. just get all the good stuff take all the advice you can on postpartum recovery because it's crazy. And make sure you shower. 100%. It will, (laughs) A, it's really important for your, like, for your recovery and your healing. If you have stitches, you want to keep them clean. And B, it just, like, makes you feel human again. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't get the chance to shower in the hospital, which is, like, Oh, it was so gross. It was like, oh, I just, so finally when I got home, like the first thing I did was take a shower and I was like, okay, I feel a little bit better. A little normal. Yeah, for sure. And I try to take one like basically every day because with all of like the nursing hormones, I was like way more sweaty than I've ever been in my whole life. And I think, aren't we sweating out like water that we were retaining too? I think that's a thing. So I try to take one every day and it's so true. Just like the simple act of not smelling bad helps a lot. All right. Well, I kept you a lot longer (laughs) than I promised, but thank you for all of that. Totally. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on Instagram and Twitter at She Has a Name Too. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecco Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by my friend Courtney Agrin. Huge thank you to my husband Ryan who entertains our baby while I record. This episode was edited by my brother Alex Williams. Mecco.